Ms. Andrews, are you okay? Definitely not. I'm actress Valerie Alleen, and I play Amy Andrews in the new film, The Empty Space. It's okay. Everything's gonna be okay. A violent attack leaves her without her boyfriend, her home, her sense of self. Amy, like so many of us, suffers from mental illness. As she tries to get her life back together, she's haunted by terrifying visions that may or may not be real. Empty space goes beyond the slasher and takes you deep into the void. We hope you join us as our film premieres on streaming. We also hope that not only are you frightened, but you gain some insight into a serious problem that affects so many people, including the filmmakers. I know how it sounds. What if it's real? The Empty Space, a terrifying new vision from director Andrew Hara. and I'm still promoting the empty space and good news it is now available on Tubi so go check it out right now watch the commercials put that all the commercials were great and then give us a like and a subscribe it's for free so you gotta do something for us <laughs> the world's free anyway so we have another um, guest who worked on the empty space Celeste Rodriguez hello Celeste how are you Hello, hello, everybody. I'm good. Enjoying this nice summer, summer day. Cool. Yeah. So all those complicated uh, special effects that you saw in the empty space on Tubi right now, go watch it. Uh, that was Celeste. Uh, she, we had worked together at the news. I knew that she was kind of into all this animation. Oh, by the way. Okay. So you've seen Borderland, I assume, on Tubi. Go check it out. This tattoo that I have of Borderland, it's like a, you can't see it that well. It's a dancing skeleton. Also Celeste. Yes, sir. <laughs> she, she designed oh, nice. that, that tattoo <laughs> because my tattoo artist was a gringo. And I was like, there's no way I'm going to let a gringo design this Day of the Dead Mexican. A little bit of Mexican oh, spice. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so Celeste, tell us a little bit about yourself. How'd you get started in art and everything like that? Um, so originally I've always liked drawing since I was small. Um, I used to put all like my drawings in my dad's garage and that was like my critique up there. Of course, daddy's going to say, oh, they're all great, you know? And, um, yeah. after that I went to YouTube for a little bit and I was doing a different major and then I decided, Hey, why not go back to what I really like to do? Um, so Animus, you had the CMI program and they had a creative media and it had animation and visual effects. So that kind of hit a home run for me. And that's what I decided to do. I graduated from there. And from there, I started working where I met Andrew at uh, KFOX. I started my first two years as a graphic designer. And then I went my other two years doing um, promotions and doing events and um, editing cameras, special effects, all that kind of stuff. And Andrew called me up one day and he was like, hey, you want to do something for me? <laughs> I said, yeah, sure. What He's are we doing? Yeah. How, you know? And um, yeah, that's where I are now. Yeah. And to, to be nice. fair, I also did that for to get her on this podcast. <laughs> you can't know Andrew without him asking for you to do something. That's um, true. Yeah. I, and I, oh, you know, you're in. Yeah. I forgot that you went to CMI. Yeah. I took yeah. an yeah, animation awesome. course too at yeah. CMI. I like that they had a light desk. As soon as I found out they had a light desk, I'm like, I'm going traditional. And yeah. that's why my only animation thing I've ever done is like 30 seconds long. Because Dang. that light desk is a pain in the ass. Yeah. Um, 
Yeah, and so like, where do you get your inspiration from when you're drawing and everything? Um, honestly, you know, a lot of people, you know, they say it comes in their head, but a lot of times I like to mix a lot of, you know, reference from other people. It, it definitely gives me um, an idea in my head to like, hey, evolve something from it, get another idea from it, and honestly, get it where's I get, you know, I love doing like the weird, creepy, spooky, um, you know, aliens when i went to school um, my final senior project was some stuff on aliens nice. <laughs> um, oh, yeah. that's what i wanted to do i did a 3d animation kind of like a star wars kind of a reel and um i just like all that weird stuff i'm a big tim burton fan um, nice so yeah definitely yeah Coraline choice for sure yes <laughs> yeah I got her sitting right here. I know. I was say, I <laughs> My daughter loves that movie. She loves really? it. I had to get her the doll. I had to get her the doll. She loves it. She watches yeah. it like twice a day. Um, <laughs> nice. She loves it. So. That's awesome. Yeah. Cool. <laughs> and so, so like for this one, you weren't really doing, I mean, you're animating, but it was like, I mean, we can't really spoil it, guys. You'll have to watch the movie <laughs> right now on Tubi.com. Go check it out. Um but we we it was complicated kind of stuff, and I, I remember like asking you like, oh, I don't know, I don't know if you could do it, but it comes out really well, and it really works. Like the movie without it doesn't work as well; it just kind of happens. But this one kind of adds to it, and I think <laughs> I think that that worked well. What were did you have any challenges with this kind of effect? I mean, it's been so long, but. Yeah, no, I'm not. I, yeah, I mean, a lot of people don't realize that animations, visual effects, even making movies, it sounds like a long time, but when you're working on it, it's really a short time to think about it. Right. <laughs> it yeah. takes forever. Um, the one thing when you're working on animation and visual effects is the rendering part. It's it's definitely, you know, um, takes a long time to render, and then you got to wait for it to render and see if it came out right, and then you go back and do it again, and then render, go back, do it again, add effects. Um, I know when we first started, we had talked about using a different type of color for the special effects. Mm -hmm. And when we went into it, we decided to change up the color and give it more of that uh, kind of a spacey vibe. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> kind of a empty color. space vibe. Yeah. And, yeah one of, and one of the cool things that I liked is that, yeah, we, me and Celeste were kind of like working on the tattoo kind of started it. But like we, we, we work very well together in terms of like kind of having the same idea of what works and what doesn't work and like, Especially with this one, I mean, this is the first time I really used visual effects on everything else. It's been pretty, um, pretty in camera. I mean, you know, there's not a lot of zombie stuff that we need <laughs> to do. So, um, so yeah, it, it was an interesting way to do it, and I'm glad that I'm glad I got Celeste to help me because I trusted her already. Yeah. You know, yeah, you can't once you get someone to do something on your body, you can't be like, I don't trust you that much. <laughs> the tattoo. <laughs> It will wear you forever, Celeste. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I have my brother-in-law. I did a tattoo for him, too. Nice. He did, like, a family crest. Um, oh, yeah. After I showed him yours, he's oh, like, yeah. hey, man, can you work on mine, too? And I was like, all right. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> hold on. That's awesome. <laughs> I mean, and tattoo. A, yeah, yeah. Oh, no, well, and I was going to say, and your brother also is in the movie. And you had to, uh, again, we won't spoil it, but you had to animate a very important scene with him. Uh, yeah. <laughs> You just had to stare at your brother for like 12 hours straight just working. Yeah, I was actually talking to my husband about it. Um, he's like, I still have, I know it's been a few years, but I still remember hearing you in the office and hearing it on repeat over and over and over. And I was like, that's how the editing goes. He just got to keep keep going. And yeah, he's like, um, you know, editing my brother was, was pretty funny, you know? Yeah, um, yeah. It's funny because everybody, you know, they see him camera and they're like, oh, what about you? And I'm like, no, nah, man, I'm, I'm background noise. <laughs> 
you don't see me. Yeah. No. <laughs> me too. I'll never be in the camera. Um, but yeah, I think I think it comes out well. It's kind of hard. It is funny. I didn't think about that until we started talking. But most of the stuff is um, spoilery, so we won't get too into it. But I think like it's kind of cool. It's kind of cool that we're able to to kind of touch on these things and to add this. And again, I think like that. Fine, those final animations really make the movie. And like it's funny because we were talking about the color. And yeah. so many reviews so far have brought up the color and like yes. the color palette. And I think that that's interesting because we had discussions about it on like yeah. how important it was and stuff. And so it's funny to to see that like kind of be recognized after the fact, you know? Yeah, it was uh, a lot oh, of yeah. questions. I remember when we had your showing at the Rio Grande Theater, that was a question someone asked. Well, how did you come across the color? Mm-hmm. You know? And yeah. It's funny because you never realize how, how important small things like that are. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, and again, it's like the the nature of of the beast of us doing independent films. Like, there's a scene where we started to touch on that color, and the reason we picked that color is because I had three choices, <laughs> and so <laughs> I went with the one I liked the best. Well, and well. then we kind of just added to it, and like it kind of became this motif, and it works very well in the film. Yeah, it um it it goes it goes pretty good. I like I like what we did. Yeah, it came out good. Um, yeah. and even watching it in theater, um, I was talking to my brother about it. It's it's a whole different aspect of it. It yeah. I was felt like I was watching a whole different movie, like editing wise and everything. When you see it on a big screen, it's like, all right, you know, that looks yeah. awesome. <laughs> it's really different nice. from when you're editing it in your computer like hours and hours and you see it on a big screen and you're like, that's badass. <laughs> yeah. 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 Everything all of a sudden flows like, yeah. completely. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and it's funny, like again, I remember, you know, because we watch it on these little screens on the computer and the sound booth and everything. And then I've watched it, I don't know, I would say like 75 times. Um, <laughs> and so I remember when we were- came out on 2B. Yeah, just on 2B, which is where you should be watching. And I've said a number of times before you get it. Um, and so I remember like people were asking me like, oh, is it scary? And I was like, no, it's not. It's creepy. It's very creepy. It has very like David Lynchy vibes. And then afterwards, people were telling me, no, dude, I was scared. Yeah, I was yeah. Like, yeah. And in my head, I was like, I guess because you're in the theater, it's completely black. The screen is yeah. huge. Your sound around you, and so I think that, that definitely made whole it vibe. Yeah, whole vibe. Yeah. Um, I was even here when we we're in theater, like kind of scared, and I was just like, when you're making, I was like, I don't know, it was scary. And then you think about it when the whole aspect of it. Yeah. I heard people yeah. like, oh, that was scary, or like this, that, and um, that's definitely what intrigued me when you told me, hey, I'm gonna work on this, and when you told me kind of what, I'm like. That's yeah. me right there. That's <laughs> definitely up my alley. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's going to be fun. Um, but yeah, it was definitely fun working on it. But um, yeah, it gives you that whole creepy, kind of scary, empty yeah. space yeah. vibe. <laughs> yeah. And if you think it was scary in theaters, wait until you watch it on Tubi.com. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> watch it on Tubi. I'm not saying it's bad. Um, I'll cut this part. <laughs> I've got out the part where I say my own movies. Or or no, we'll leave it in. It's crazy time. So now, as always, we let our guests pick. And if you hadn't noticed from the title or from our conversation earlier, we picked Coraline, which was 2009. It's directed by Henry Selick, who is the actual director of Nightmare Before Christmas. I know a lot of people think Tim Burton Burton, directed uh it, but he did produce it and he kind of came up with a lot of the, like they worked very well together, kind of the way that Henry worked on this one with Neil Gaiman, who wrote the original story. They worked yeah. on the screenplay. Um, it's kind of, I think it's kind of something that Henry likes, which is cool. I think that like doing a movie and then getting the original writer involved. Is super cool. Yeah. 
Um, yeah. It stars Dakota Fanning, Terry mm-hmm. Hatcher. It's also animated, by the way, if you don't know. Um, Stop motion is definitely... Um, it's yeah. a... It gives me that really cool vibe. I, I like it. Um, like you said, Night Before Christmas, anything like that. Um, I don't think people really take into the matter of fact that how long it takes to do each stop motion, each frame, everything. And that's what really interests yeah. me. It's a lot of work. Yeah. Um, but totally. I like all types of, of, you know, animation, After Effects and stuff. But uh, this movie really got me with the, you know, the most stop motion, the animation. I love the music in it. It's creepy. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's very yeah. creepy. Yeah. It's very, my daughter loves the soundtrack too. <laughs> Nice. <laughs> yeah. Let's hear it. She's like, like a, Mommy, like Coraline, nice Coraline. I'm like, all right, let's listen to the soundtrack. Um Yeah. Yeah. Um, I think this is a movie that uh a lot of people, you know, Night for Christmas is a big movie, a big right. thing. And you know, a lot of people do like Coraline, but I think it's something that like I you know, I was debating whether I do Coraline or Night for Christmas. Night for Christmas is my favorite one. Oh yeah. Um, but uh mm-hmm. I wanna really want to do Coraline because it's it's just the whole vibe of it. I really liked it. Um, that grungy kind of rainy, I don't know, like Seattle kind of vibe, like yeah. moist yeah, and yeah. wet, and mm-hmm. it was really cool. Misty all yeah, the time. Yeah, misty all the time. <laughs> always yeah. had raincoats. Always raining and. Um, yeah. yeah, it definitely adds kind of like an ad, like a sort of like like sadness and like loneliness that Coraline's kind of like going through. Yeah. Like this weather, like don't go outside. Everything that you bring inside is gonna suck. Yeah, you know what I mean. It's like all this, all these things are just making her have the worst time she could possibly have. Yeah, yeah. Until she finds the portal, right. obviously. Yeah. Well, and um, William, will you break down this plot synopsis real fast? Yes. Uh, so, do you want me to spoil it at the end, or is no? It stop just the, the just the just a basic story. Okay, so it's this girl Coraline, and she and her parents have just moved to I think I read on the Wikipedia that it was Ashland, Oregon, mm-hmm. which I've heard is a very cool little hippie town. Yeah, but um, they move there, and her parents are working on this like gardening catalog for their jobs. They work at the same place, and they don't have time for Coraline, and she's just bored, wandering around this new house, and she's just trying to kind of have fun and then one night she finds this weird door in her house and it leads to a different universe where she has parents that love her and care for her even though her real parents also love and care for her these new parents are cooler but they have button eyes and they're kind of sketchy so the movie is kind of Coraline hanging out with these new parents while also realizing that they're dangerous while also trying to come to the terms with her new move and her new location and situation yeah and well and another thing that I think is cool is that Lenka is a company that produced it and they've produced yes. like paranorman and um, box trolls and stuff like that. yeah yeah and but they are located in hillsborough oregon which is where i used to live with joshua Epp, who's oh, our other awesome. and uh it's oh, yeah. cool because you can go to i actually um i had a couple of i got to tour the facility and you get to see the Coraline doll it's way bigger than you would assume because oh, cool. i would always assume it was like action figure size but no, yeah there's their scene setups are a lot bigger than you think yeah, yeah how big is Coraline? like how big is the actual doll she, I, like they have different ones but the one i saw was like three feet tall or something like yeah. that. it's pretty big like because oh, you have to like you and then you think about it and they have to like move it so much because like stop motion yeah. animation is like you move it a little bit and then you take a picture and frame and frame, so right like for the really intricate stuff like they get bigger and smaller just depending on what they need for that scene and it's something like i didn't think about you know you think you just make one yeah. and then you just play with it you know? yeah they have like, a, like garden like his psychedelic garden by yeah. Must have been huge yeah to get all that detail in there right and one thing that's cool or that i wish i knew is like how much of it is in camera because like there's a scene where she looks into the door mm-hmm. and there's like this tunnel and the tunnel is like shooting light at you um, and I'm, I, yeah, and I'm wondering like 
how much of that was on, on in camera and how much did they add in post and like you can't yeah. i mean the cool thing about stop motion is you can't really tell because it's i mean everything is kind of artificial yeah. you know yeah. yeah william what did you think of this movie i mean i think it's good i think that something that the stop motion thing sort of adds to movies like this is like that kind of uncanny valley of like they kind of move like humans but they're also like a little weird and so that automatically just kind of gives it like that perfect kind of dreamlike atmosphere right. that you always kind of want from Neil Gaiman stories. And I mean, I, I like Nightmare Before Christmas, but my favorite one was James and the Giant Peach. Oh, yeah. favorite, Henry Selick. That, that was, was like old, the best one. Older one, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. When I was younger, so, that was like, a little creepy for me. <laughs> so when I was smaller, that one was a little creepy for me. And then it grew up. Yeah, that one's hardcore creepy. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And, they, and they all are. Like, they all have like that same kind of look. Like, I think it's kind of niche. I think that like, a lot of people like the idea of it, but not everybody watches it all the time. So I think that's kind of why we don't see more stop motion get made. But I think whenever one comes out and it's good, people like flock to it. Like, yeah. what was the one that Wes Anderson made? Um, Fantastic Mr. Fox. Mm -hmm. Like, people love that movie. Isle of Dogs, I don't think people really watch that one as much. But I think when people like a stop motion, like it's something that automatically becomes like a cult classic. Yeah. And on Reddit and like other places I see online, Coraline is still talked about all the time. Oh, yeah. right, right. So I think it's, I think it's kind of like a legit treasured stop motion movie yeah like it's yeah. good it's scary it's weird but i don't know it has all the things you want from a stop motion so i, I had a really good time watching it again the last yeah. time i saw it i was actually at nmsu and i saw it like you know way down i forgot that theater was called anyways in allen theaters, allen theaters yeah. yeah but yeah. yeah i saw this there and I, it brought back some memories too which was pretty cool nice but yeah i had a great time watching it. yeah well and one of the things i really liked about it like my favorite movies were star wars growing up and i like because of that, I, I like when kids' movies kind of don't um, dumb down things for kids, you know, because kids are very <laughs> smart, especially like mm -hmm. younger kids. They're like absorbed so much. And so like this movie, it doesn't feel like a kid's movie. It feels like for everyone, you know, it's like yeah. it takes its time. It doesn't do the reveal right away. And so you really spend time with the characters, which I think is cool. And it works really well because you like you kind of like once she goes into the other world, you kind of get the sense that something's wrong, but they're not telling you. And you don't yeah. like, and it, everything seems right, which again, kind of relates to our movie, The Empty Space. We have the same kind of themes True. with, you know, this idea that you can artificially live this one life, but it's artificial. Or you could go yeah. back to the real world and the real world sucks sometimes, you know? And so I think that that's an important story to tell kids because, you know, kids aren't going to always, nobody's ever going to have a perfect, you know, every day is perfect. And so I think it's good yeah. to kind of like, this movie does a really good job of shedding that light and keeping it so like it doesn't get because there's sometimes when kids movies get too complicated and then it's like I don't think kids care about it. like there's no way a kid can keep <laughs> up with this you know yeah but this one it it manages that very fine line of like it, it doesn't dumb things down but it also isn't too much and I think it works mm -hmm. like overall really well you know I, I think in general it's just yeah. a family movie you know it's mm -hmm. for everybody yeah um, right right and then speaking of the theaters um i saw that um that studio that you were talking about lakia they're coming yeah. back with um airing it in the theaters oh cool. yeah august 14th what is it oh, they're gonna put it back in theaters you know like when they bring back theaters um august 14th oh, Coraline? yeah Coraline. oh um, nice. august 14th Hell they're yeah. gonna have it here in el paso in the nice. southwest and on the east one and um they have two showings of course it's just that day but there's one at right. four and one at seven and I was like, all right, why not? Yeah. Well, yeah, and it's it's that cool thing where it's like, if you could see this movie in theaters, I think you should. Because like, yeah. just, yeah. Uh, I mean, the cool thing about stop motion animation is that 
you see every effect on screen, like every second mm-hmm. of the movie, there's so much putting into it that you, you get to appreciate it more. And if you can see that on the biggest screen possible, even better, you know? Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. I'll definitely be taking my daughter to see that. Like I said, she's a, uh, I was watching with yeah, me and she's three years old and she, she watched the whole movie. Nice. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> she was very into it. And um, after that, she wanted her own doll. And, um, <laughs> Of her or of Carl? Of Coraline. Coraline. And she says that yeah. Coraline is her, that she's the doll. <laughs> oh, of course. Uh, I'm like, of course. cool. Okay. <laughs> yeah. yeah. She's like, that's me. And I'm like, all right. Um, well, but I'm ahead. your real mother. Yeah. So don't <laughs> yeah. Forget, the other mother. <laughs> yeah. There's no other mother. <laughs> yeah. That's just me. <laughs> <laughs> Trust me. Um, if someone is, they're not. <laughs> no. And uh, going back to it, I had really liked, like you were saying, it, it resonated with empty space with me. And I thought it would be cool to mix it with it because it's like, be careful what you wish for. You know, mm-hmm. totally. kind of a yeah. kind of a thing. Um, their poster, even I've you know, seen their poster where she's going into the door. It says, "Be careful yeah. what you wish for," because you know, like you said, sometimes reality sucks. But you go into this perfect so-called world, and you never know what you get into. <laughs> yeah, yeah, too good to be true. Yeah, and one well, like, see, that's a perfect example. Like, you know, your daughter loved it. She didn't need, you know, she was able to sit through the whole thing. Like I said, like there's something almost like whimsical about it when you're watching yeah. it it kind of draws yeah. you in and like even when they're just kind of like i think of that first scene where she goes and talks to her dad yeah. and he's like so distracted he's a writer and he has this like kind of weird like he looks like if someone made a writer from scratch you know and yeah she, yeah he's all twisted and yeah long. <laughs> and she's behind him and she's like kind of moving real Breaking fast the and, like yeah they're not really doing yeah. too much like they're just kind of talking back and forth she's like swinging on the door but visually it looks attention. so good. And it's kind of like, everything is like, like you don't, you could just see that image and you know exactly who Caroline is and who her dad is and what their like relationship is to each other. And yeah. you don't need, you don't need to like watch it with even volume. And that's what I mean. Like it's a complicated thing. Cause they're just talking and like, you'd think that kids looking forward, but the way the movie expresses itself is so visceral that again, like you watch the whole thing. You know? Yeah. So. Yeah. <laughs> Also, how cool is it that you get to take her to see your favorite movie in theaters? That's awesome. Yeah. I know. Yeah, her first actual favorite movie was uh, that we took her to see was Buzz Lightyear, but the oh, new yeah. one, the one that's called oh, yeah. Just Lightyear. Yeah. yeah. And after yeah. that, she started, you know, she sees me, and I, I like animated movies, whether it's 2D, 3D, stop motion, mm-hmm. whatever it is. Um, yeah. And um, the first one we took her to was see Lightyear, and after that, she loves any type of animation movies now. Nice. Um, yeah. yeah. She's got you know, looked. She's not a YouTube child. She's a. <laughs> she loves movies. She loves movies. Cool. Yeah. Sit through the movies. Um, Cinematic child. She like yeah. yeah. She likes to go to the theater. She we tell her hey where we're we going. She's like we're going to the movie. She's like all right. She likes the whole feel of it. The theater, the darkness, like yeah. you said. Um, she gets her popcorn ready. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so yeah, she's. That's uh, awesome. She's definitely gonna love it. Yeah, and I think that that's so cool, and especially like with these kind of movies that are like this movie also has a good message. I mean, it's just kind of like it, it tells you it tells you a good story, and I think that that works really well. And I think that like it's funny, and I one of my favorite things about it is that Coraline feels so real. Like she's allowed to be kind of annoying in the way kids are annoying, you know, where it's like <laughs> yeah. they don't mean it, but they also can't help it, you know. And so, yeah. Um, and I and I just like that because again, it's such a risk because you could you could kind of push it too far and then she's annoying the whole time and you don't like her and you don't care or you could kind of have it the other <laughs> yeah. way which a lot of kids movies do where she's almost too perfect and it doesn't like feel real and so yeah kudos to them for going all the way with it you know 
and also given her yeah. blue hair because that really looked cool every time yeah a lot of people ask that question and um i was really actually curious about it and mm. apparently the idea was that uh she colored her hair because they were before they moved over there because i guess because oh, yeah. of the feel of the move and cause mm-hmm. she originally has the brown hair like her parents right and uh, oh. yeah she <laughs> colored her hair blue i don't know if that was like how you're saying you know she's reveling out yeah, or right, anything right. but um, her rebellion it, it worked well <laughs> yeah yeah well and i think it's cool because like Coraline's the perfect character for this story like she's she's not like super um like she's not a wild child but she also like is, doesn't behave all the time like she yeah. she's very she's curious is the best yeah. way to post it yeah, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, and she's curious, like, kind of a- she's almost a little bit fearless to a detriment, as you can tell. Yeah. <laughs> in a big old creepy house. I mean, what kid doesn't want to wander in a big yeah. old house? <laughs> <laughs> Looking for creepy keys. And yeah, I think yeah. like Terry Hatcher plays the mom and the, the other mm-hmm. mom once she gets to the other side. And like, yeah. it's so, it's such a good performance. Because as the mom, she's playing it like, you know, very she's busy she's busy she has like she loves Coraline of course but she's like she's just busy with work she's busy with stuff and so yeah. she's kind of like a deadline coming up mm-hmm. and then on the other hand you have this other mom and she's perfect she always thinking about Coraline and what she can do for her and so but like again it's just such a thin line because you could have played it where we knew that she was evil right away or you could have played it like yeah you don't like she's too she's too good and so like they play it perfect, so you kind of feel something's off. But you yeah. don't one hundred percent know who's in charge or what's going on. You know, yeah, yeah. And then they have cool stuff like they go to the circus at one point, and like there's Cir- they the shoot, circus mouse. Yeah, they yeah. shoot like cannons filled with um, candy, uh, cotton candy, filled with cotton candy, and they grab it. And, shit. and so like, so the world is so it, by itself. It's so um, unique, and so like it makes it. Give me one. It's like designed to be fun. It's like designed to be like mm-hmm. it's like carnival for everybody. It's everything is like cool and bright right. and like probably tastes good. It's just like the Garden of Sin, but like the family version, yeah. which is weird. What really got to me was uh, the other mother always. She was always making food and kind of made me hungry. Yeah. <laughs> um, I know the breakfast, the feast, the yeah. was it, the mango yeah. milkshake. I'm just like, you know, <laughs> you never eat the food though, right? Like yeah. if you're in like a scary world, you right. never eat the food. It's like rule number one. She broke it immediately. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. The popcorn looked really good. I'm going to say. <laughs> yeah. and she threw it away and I was like, don't throw away the popcorn. I know. Like immediately. She didn't even have one piece. <laughs> I was like, what are you doing? There's so much popcorn oh, no. left. But yeah, I, heard I somewhere, think. Yeah, um, I think. Like, oh, go ahead. Like whenever they were making the book, like Neil Gaiman was like sending it to his editor or someone mm-hmm. and they were letting their kids read it. And Neil Gaiman was like, this book's going to be like way too scary. Like I'm never going to get this published. But then the editor came back and was like, oh, yeah, my kids loved it. They thought it was so good. And then, like, years later, it came out that the kids were actually, like, scared shitless reading it. But they <laughs> loved it so much that they wanted to know the end so they didn't tell their mom that it was scary. And so she published this book thinking it was tame. <laughs> it was so it's so awesome. Well, and it's funny because, like, I remember when I was a kid in elementary school, we had the the scary stories to tell in the dark books. Mm-hmm. And those oh, were, yeah. like, every book, every, like, it's a series of tales. And every tale was, like... Someone died at the end, and so like, yeah, I was reading those like in third grade and being like, yeah, "Yeah, sometimes people just die. I guess. Go to the what is it, Scholastic Book Fair? Yeah, yeah. (laughs) I think that might have been where I got them. Yeah, and so again, like, you know, kids. I mean, 
there's just like everywhere else there's some kids who don't like scary stuff some kids who do but like yeah i think it's it's always cool when you get to like introduce them to something and like have it you know you don't want to introduce them to nightmare on elm street <laughs> but Coraline <laughs> works well because it's yeah. it's all it's there but it's not it's for kids you know or for families yeah. like yeah 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 what was your favorite part of the movie man i mean i love the whole movie but i think my favorite part is when she first opens up that door and Mm. that tunnel lights up with the i think it's like purple blue um in that sound of like "Ah," like just just all right just draw me in um yeah that Mm -hmm. i think i really like that one um that kind of opened up to me like all right this is this is gonna when if that's already creepy and very bright you already know yeah. you know once you go into yeah. that world you just that's what you get to see and i yeah, couldn't wait to right. see when i first watched it was like all right can't go in the tunnel like what are we what are we seeing right, <laughs> right. Yeah, <laughs> if it makes you interested in seeing the world that's, yeah, yeah yeah what more could it do yeah yeah, yeah and i perfect. think well, that was the part that i really liked yeah and i think oh, yeah. that that part works because like the whole movie kind of feels like that where like you know, when mm-hmm. she sees the circus, you're like, oh, what's going to happen in there? You know, like you're always kind of yeah. like, let's let's right. find out. <laughs> and like no one else is in the circus tent, but there's like a bunch of chairs. Mm-hmm. So like everything's just a little weird. Yeah. You know, just a little off. Yeah. Like it, it feels very desolate, but there's always people everywhere she goes, you know? Yeah. And yeah. so it, it definitely feels like it's, again, it feels like it's made for her. And I think that that's cool. It's like a whole, right. whole yeah. little world, which like you said, yeah. you know, is, that's yeah. the mm-hmm. world that she created. It's kind of spied on. Yeah. 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 That yeah. That was cool. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's why I'm like, are you sure you're you want that dog. on your desk? Like, watch yeah. out, man. Yeah. yeah. William, what was your favorite part? Um, honestly, I like the psychedelic garden. Oh yeah, like that the, was cool. The, the dad's garden. Like, I love that scene of like going through it. I feel like that's like such a cool like wonder time. I guess I don't know. It makes me feel very fantasy and very cool. Yeah, yeah. like what those birds, so, the butterflies, really did, yeah. the flowers, I, everything was just moving. It was very animated. Yeah. Um, it was really cool. Exactly. Yeah. And then it's like her face, the garden is, but it's like yeah. so, like she loves it, but like you're like, that's weird as hell. Like, yeah. I wouldn't want my face looking when like that. He says our garden, she's just like, okay. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> and it's, Are you sure? It's kind of funny, like, because you kind of, and again, we do this in the empty space, but you like, the character um, has that, like, they, the character, the mom is creating this world for Coraline, but it's based on what the mom thinks Coraline wants. And they oh, you do yeah. that same thing in the empty space, and it's like yeah, she, yeah, because yeah. she's not, she doesn't really know. She she's making this kind of warp. Like I remember when she sees the dad, and she's so confused, and it's like what's going on, and like, and so the dad in the other world, and because like she he's been controlled by mom, and so like yeah, I love that aspect that like they really thought about how this world would look, what Caroline wants from a dad, and then how the mom would think that she wanted it from the dad, and so I think yeah. that like. That adds an extra level of creepiness, you know? Totally. Yeah. Yeah. And you got uh, her friend YB there that's his next always sideways. <laughs> I know. Yeah. <laughs> and his cat, too. <laughs> Who doesn't like a talking cat? Normal. Yeah, I know, right? <laughs> oh, yeah. The cat is. Um, and then the cat's. Uh, Ian McShane. Keith, yeah. <laughs> no, the cat is uh, Keith David. Ian McShane oh, is. Oh, uh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah yeah, yeah. 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 Yeah, the, yeah. Keith David having that cat voice is so funny because he has such a yeah. deep voice. He but it works from, he's so raggedy, you know? It sounds like, yeah, oh, he would sound cat. like that, you know? Yeah. <laughs> but, um, yeah, um, it's, it's, like I said, I was picking between Night Before Christmas and Coraline, and I, I kept telling myself, I know your favorite movie is Night Before Christmas, but something about Coraline, I just, 
it all hit for me from the music yeah. to animation to the story, uh, just everything. Also, it's funny and it shows how much our times have changed because that Coraline song that she sings, I was like, oh, this is from TikTok. <laughs> oh, <laughs> this is a trend on TikTok. <laughs> but, and I look, yeah, I love the music. It's so good. Like that Coraline yeah. song is so, it's just the right amount of like off and weird, you know? Creepy little kids yeah. singing too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, little, I think the subtitle said like kids singing nonsense language mm-hmm. or something. Yeah, yeah. Like, cool. I said I think it I regulates with my daughter it. too because, like I said, uh, she tells me, "Mom, I'm here the soundtrack and the little kids are singing." So she's hearing little kids yeah. sing. Right. But, yeah. So yeah, I think that's cool. Yeah, and I I love yeah. the way like we I you know the the mom at the end as she kind of like shows her true form is so good. It's so and well it keeps done. evolving, yeah. you know, when she yeah. turns into that form and then you think that's it and then she gets again and then the last one is yeah. when she's inspired. It's like, whoa. Right. <laughs> yeah. All right. So good. Yeah. Through nature. And again, like, yeah, the movie doesn't pull any punches. It's creepy. Like the mom looks so creepy at the end of the film. So she's just yeah. kind of like and I love the way that they kind of make her so that she at the beginning when she's just like where she's trying to pretend the mom She's like pretty much dead set with Coraline. And as she kind of shows her true form, she keeps getting bigger and bigger. And it's like, <laughs> yeah, she's like overpowering this girl. And like, you know, I think like, again, it's kind of the same thing we've talked about a lot, but like every aspect of this movie is kind of feeding back into the plot and feeding into the story, the way the house yeah. changes, the way her, the mom changes, the way Coraline changes. It's just kind of like, it works really well. And you can tell all the thought that they put into it, you know? Hell yeah. Yeah, it's a good it's a good film. You should check it out. You should check it out in theaters if you get the chance. It's coming out. Yeah, yeah that's so cool. Yeah, that's August fourteenth. So um, like I said, I yeah. think it's gonna be like a four o'clock and a seven PM both at the yeah. El Paso, the West and the East. Um, like I said, it's Hell only yeah. that day, but you know, you get to watch in the big theaters. So but yeah, and it's definitely yeah. worth it. Uh, do you know yeah. do you guys know if it was in three D when it came out? Mm-hmm. I believe it was. Cool. Yeah, you know, 2009. <laughs> I know. Yeah, everything was in 3D in 2009. It's kind of that thing where it's like, I know it looked good in 3D, but a lot of times animation always looks good because you're building these cells, and so it makes it easy to kind of convert to 3D. Um, yeah. So I, wa- yeah. I do wonder if they'll show it in 3D on the 14th. Yeah, I didn't even. Yeah, look I was that. reading on the Wikipedia that they did like the actual like stereoscopic camera thing. Really, had, like, two cameras shooting each individual image at a different angle. Yeah. So and that, you know what they went, they went all the way. That makes sense, and that also adds to. I wonder, like, if they did it also for the artistic choice, because when you watch like a three D movie that was filmed like that on two D, it kind of creates this like almost uncanny valley with it. Yeah. And I think that that adds to Coraline because half of it is in like a weird, not human yeah. place. You know? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, yeah. Yeah, very interesting. That's interesting to know, and I think that works even better in its favor. You know. Yeah. 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 Cool. Well, awesome. I yeah, I think Coraline's great. I think you guys should watch it. Um, yeah. And it got Celeste. Any last words on Coraline? Um, other than that, yeah, it's coming out in theaters in the big theaters. You should go watch it. But um, before we <laughs> end it off, um, I was pretty excited a while back. That I heard that they were going to do a Coraline two. Um, oh what it was in the books to make it it's kind of on hold right now they were going to do it where she goes to school because they didn't show too much there was a scene in the movie where she was getting her uniform in the in Coraline but they never showed her going to school Um, and this one they were talking about showing her going to school and that there was another other mother 
Oh, because at the end, you know, when they have the hand in the well yeah. and all that, it yeah. kind of she, like, reforms left off, or yeah, something. mysterious. Yeah. So, um, but I heard that I don't know if it was Neil Gaiman or or one of the directors that uh, kind of wanted to leave it as is, you know, like Night for Christmas, didn't want it, to yeah. continue it. That's probably good. Yeah. It makes sense. I mean, I, I would definitely like to go revisit this world, but it also it works so well as an individual thing. That to I leave think, it as is, yeah. Yeah, you could do either yeah. one. Like, I mean, I if they brought everyone back, I think it'd be cool to, like, kind of revisit it. Or even, like, you could even do Coraline in high school, you know, and see where yeah. she is then. Because, like, yeah. high school, it has that same kind of feeling where you almost feel like you want this whole other life, you know? Because you're on the edge yeah. of being an adult, but you're not one yet. Um, kind of like how Coraline's, like, she's about to like kind of break off on her own, but she's still living it. Like she's still with her parents most of the time. And yeah. so I think, it, I think that might work. I think that'd be cool. Yeah. yeah well, It'd be yeah. interesting they, to see what they did. They would. I mean, like I said, it's, it's good. We're leaving off. It was just, if they just stay at that one, but if they have a second one coming, I would definitely be interested. Like you said, in going back into that world. Um, yeah. yeah. Why not? Right. Right. Yeah. Cool. Well, thank you, William. Any last words? Uh, I had a really great time rewatching this movie again. <laughs> um, I think that, people in our generation are always going to respond to that stop motion kind of feel. And whenever somebody can knock out of the park, it's always, you know, it's always a great thing. Yeah. So I appreciate Coraline existing and for being badass. And I think this is our first animated movie that we've done on the podcast. Yeah, it might yeah. be. I can't think of another one. Cool. That's one of the special effects. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Hell yeah. <laughs> well, and it's funny because like, that's why I love to let the guests pick the first one because they'll pick movies that yeah. I wouldn't even have thought of like this one. And this is a great addition. So that's why it's always yeah. cool. So thank you for coming on. Yeah. Um, yeah. yeah. Is there anywhere that you want people to maybe see your work or kind of reach out to you? Um, yeah, I used to have, um, well, I still do. It's a website where I have all my work. Like I said, it's a broad range, but like right now I'm just, uh, I do side work and also stay at home mom, taking care of my three-year-old toddler. Nice. <laughs> so, Hell yeah. With the help of Coraline. Yeah. yeah. She says, mommy, that's me. And I'm just like, all right. Yeah. <laughs> Rethink your choices. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> she sleeps with this doll. I had, really? had to ask her to borrow it for oh, nice. podcast, it but uh, she sleeps with it. So <laughs> That's hilarious. Also, having Coraline be your favorite movie is pretty perfect as a mom because I can't think of an easier costume for like Halloween and stuff like well, that. Well, speaking of that, oh, I know, this past right? Halloween, we actually were. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I was Coraline, she was the cat, and my husband was YB. Oh, <laughs> oh nice. Yeah, she wanted to be the cat. That's amazing. <laughs> that's hilarious. Yeah, yeah, so that's what we were. And like I said, this movie was hit with me too because, um, you know, being a mom, it, it's funny because, you know, you never really understand or always really understand what your kids are going through. You said, we're so busy working. And right. this child is just trying mm-hmm. to get your attention. But at the same time, this they find another way in this perfect world. And um, that's another reason why I kind of liked it, too. And I think my daughter likes it, too, because there's two moms. I'm just kidding. Right. <laughs> yeah. There's another cool mom. Yeah. Well, and, and, I mean, you bring up a good point because it is that kind of thing where, like, Coraline's problem is a real problem that most kids have. But it's not – I mean, it's not a real problem because it's like you're, you're, when you're a kid – you don't really understand why like your parents work until five and why like yeah. you get out of school and they're not there, you know? And so like, th- yeah. it's like, uh, it's her, her, uh, her situation is very relatable. And I think like, and it doesn't have to like add anything. It's just like, no, parents are busy, you know, <laughs> especially when they're moving yeah. into a new house and everything. And so I think that's what the makes catalog is due. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's what kind of makes this movie so special is that it feel yeah. like you never, you're never like, oh, why would you do that? It's it always feels good and real, you know. 
Yeah. Yeah, and I also thought it was actually pretty funny that the parents work for a garden catalog, you know, and (laughs) they don't want to go outside and get wet and muddy. They don't like right. (laughs) So it's like what? They live out in the middle of nowhere. (laughs) I've met promotion people like that. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But yeah, well, thank you for joining us, Celeste. Thank you guys. Thank you for having me. Yeah, thank you for picking this movie, and we will see you guys next time on the Bomb Squad.